Welcome to uh, Great Sacred Music, whether you're joining us online or on site. And Great Sacred Music is the same as it's always been in one respect different today. We've tried, we're trying to see what Great Sacred Music is like with an enormous number of flowers. But I think in other respects you won't see any changes. We're talking about joy and listening to words and music of joy today. C.S. Lewis described joy as an unsatisfied desire which is itself more desirable than any other satisfaction. I'll say that again. An unsatisfied desire which is itself more desirable than any other satisfaction. Uh, and he made a point of distinguishing joy from happiness or pleasure. There are no fewer than 400 references to joy in the Bible. You might say that the Bible is all about joy. Most famously, in Nehemiah 8, the joy of the Lord is your strength. And then, of course, in Psalm 51, restore to me the joy of your salvation. Joy is not something to be sought in itself. It's a byproduct of seeking God. It's God's gift and not our achievement. It is what creation was made for. Now, it's our tradition of great sacred music, as many of you will know, to begin by singing a hymn together. If you take the sheets, you'll find, if you haven't got a sheet, you'll find one in the mid middle of the aisle. And uh, if you take the sheets and turn to the inside of, of uh, the second page, as it were, 
uh, you can see that we're going to sing all people that on earth do dwell. This is, of course, uh, a setting of Psalm 100, written by an exile in Geneva during the Reformation. Uh, its tune is, of course, the Old 100th, which is a rather strange name for the tune because it, the tune was actually originally written for Psalm 134, the old 134th isn't quite so catchy, uh, and it was only in the Geneva Psalter of 1560 that this tune was uh, attached to this metrical version of Psalm 100, and in 16th century terms it went viral, and we're still singing it today, and it was actually sung at the coronation of Queen Elizabeth II, if you've heard of her. Now, we remain seated, the voices stand, uh, and lead us as we sing all people that on earth do dwell.
Well, there are, as you can imagine, with 400 references to joy in the Bible, there are all kinds of different associations. Um, but there are some particular associations. Joy is especially um, connected with the coming of Jesus. John the Baptist leaps in his mother's womb, as you may remember, his mother Elizabeth, and angels proclaim good news of great joy. Also, uh, if you think about the famous parables of the lost in Luke chapter 15, Jesus describes heavenly joy, the joy of a shepherd finding the lost sheep, the joy of a woman finding a lost coin, and the joy of the angels at one sinner who repents. Jesus also speaks of joy at, at his perception of the work of his disciples when he sends them out on mission. And joy, I guess, is more than anything associated with the last day, uh, the end of time. And you could describe the virtue of hope as an anticipation of the final joy of heaven. We're going to hear now two psalms uh, that reflect on joy. Psalm 81, uh, often um, enjoyed, no pun intended, because of its association with musical instruments, and then Psalm 122, I was glad all about the joy of God's temple.
The Bible also talks about the complexity of joy, the joy that prevails amid afflictions. Paul and Silas in jail in Philippi singing hymns at midnight. Hebrews speaks of Jesus enduring the cross for the sake of the joy set before him. And there's also uh, several references to the joy that we can take in suffering because thus we share in the experience of Jesus. So joy emerges as the believer's strength amid affliction. We're going to hear two more anthems now. The Joy of St. Cecilia, patron saint of music, and uh, one piece uh, with words by Robert Bridges set by Gerald Finzi that's got an interesting backstory behind it. Gerald Finzi uh, was a person who had his ups and downs in his mental health. He met his wife and well he became engaged to his fiance and shortly afterwards um, composed this anthem my spirit sang all day words written by Robert Bridges I'm not exactly sure but I think the I think the word joy appears about a dozen times in this anthem it turns out his fiance was called joy so it was a gift to her <coughs>
Now, it's time for us to sing uh, again, and we're going to sing Joyful, Joyful, We Adore Thee. It's a poem written by Henry Van Dyke in 1907, with the intention of setting it to the Ode to Joy melody of the final movement of Beethoven's Ninth Symphony. Van Dyke said these words. These verses are simple expressions of common Christian feelings and desires in this present time. Hymns of today that may be sung together by people who are not afraid that any truth of science will destroy religion or any revolution on earth overthrow the kingdom of heaven. Therefore, this is a hymn of trust and joy and hope. Henry Van Dyke was an absolutely fascinating human being. He was professor of English at Princeton University. He was ambassador to the Netherlands in the first years of the First World War. He was author of the first written Presbyterian liturgy in the United States. He also officiated at Mark Twain's funeral and wrote a number of publications, including uh, the well-known story, The Other Wise Man. So quite a many splendid individual. And we're going to honor him and God by singing together, uh, Joyful, Joyful, We Adore Thee. We remain seated and the voices will stand and lead us.
Well, we're coming towards the end of Great Sacred Music for this week. If you've enjoyed yourself, uh, I hope you have. There will be opportunities of various different kinds to make a donation uh, as you leave. Uh, do look out on the back of the sheets for those of you on site uh, for our next Great Sacred Music Oh Clap Your Hands to mark Ascension Day, which will befall next Thursday. Uh, and do look out for the next Choral Classics if you're in town at 3.15 this Sunday details again on the back of the sheets. If you've enjoyed hearing the voices, there's an opportunity to hear them sing the Bach B minor mass on Saturday the 28th of May. Doesn't get much better than that. Uh, and a garland for the Queen on Thursday the 2nd of June to mark her platinum uh, jubilee. Of course, we've already marked that by singing uh, our first hymn today, but uh, there's always more. Uh, so. Uh, lots to enjoy. Do pop down to the box office afterwards or go online if you'd like to buy some tickets. My favourite uh, reference to joy in the New Testament uh, comes at the end, at the very end of um, the narrative of Jesus' resurrection when it uh, talks about the two women going to the tomb and then running from the tomb uh, thronged by fear and great joy. And for me, uh, those are the two most fundamental human feelings. And if you get to the very heart of faith, fear and great joy, you know, as we face death, those are the two great rivals um, the Christian faith is simply that joy wins. Thanks for joining us. <laughs>